Our gospel for this fourth Sunday of Advent focuses on the beautiful theme of the visitation when Mary goes to visit her older cousin, Elizabeth. The younger cousin is going to visit the older, and there is great love and great faith that has filled the hearts of both of these women. There is great respect and honor given freely without any ill will to each other. One of the powerful lines in the gospel today is the final verse. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. Elizabeth says these words to Mary. For Mary believed completely the things the angel Gabriel spoke to her. She didn't know how, she didn't know why, but she did not doubt the power of God in her life and the power of these words that the angel spoke to her. For we see in Mary that the fruit of faith is overflowing into her life and into the lives of others. For she loved deeply and was in a very close relationship with God. And this led her to truly be open to the workings and the power of the Holy Spirit in her life and then being able to have that overflow into and share this with the lives of others most especially her cousin. And so we can see this fruit of faith having effects in her life, and they are incredible. For as we are continuing to journey through this Advent season, our first reading gives us yet another prophecy from the Old Testament. And these are pointing ahead to the arrival of Christ, our Messiah. And we hear often these prophecies talking and foreshadowing, uh, as we know, our Lord Jesus Christ truly being fulfilled in our Lord, that everything is pointing to this moment of what we're about to celebrate at Christmas. And yet we, we must remember that the ancient Israelites, those in the first century and, and all the centuries before that, they did not know that it was going to be fulfilled in Christ, that they had waited. They waited with an expectant hope trusting, believing in these prophecies, in these words of God, that they would be fulfilled one day. They didn't know when. They hoped it would be in their lifetime. They hoped that they would be able to see our Lord Jesus Christ. But most of them didn't, and that's okay. But they still expected, they still waited in hope, believing in these words of God, in these prophecies, most especially the ones and prophecies of Isaiah. We hear them uh, throughout this time of Advent. And uh, as they continue to wait, they waited in hope. And like I said, they didn't know when they would, these prophecies would be fulfilled, but they truly believed that one day the Messiah was going to come. They believed that these words that God spoke, uh, they, that they would take place. We see in the life of Mary how the angel appeared to her. The word of God was spoken to her through the angel and the Holy Spirit. And she was filled with faith because she believed in the words that were spoken to her. So I think here is a good example of the Angelus, of the prayer of the church at 6 a.m., noon, and 6 p.m. One of the lines in the middle is, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to thy word. It's, we call this uh, in church talk that Mary's fiat um, in Latin meaning her yes to God. Her yes, her belief, uh, her openness to 
trusting in him in all the things that were going to take place. She didn't know exactly how, but she believed that God was going to be with her throughout her life. That the words that were spoken, uh, and we can dive into a few of those in a minute, that they would be completed, that they would take place. And so today we are invited to follow Mary's example, to believe in the words spoken to us by Christ and in the Holy Spirit. We have the opportunity to believe and then to be filled with faith again today as we wait in joyful hope and expectancy for our Lord Jesus Christ to come again. We have all these signs around us. Today we have all four candles lit of our Advent wreath pointing to us that yes, Christ is coming soon. He will be here shortly. And we are invited to to get our hearts prepared, our hearts ready to welcome Christ. He is coming. He will come. He has come in the past and he is going to come again in the future. One of the church fathers, Venerable Bede, once wrote about our gospel today. Every soul which has conceived the word of God in the heart straightway climbs the lofty summits of the virtues by the stairs of love, so as to be able to enter into the city of Judah to the perfection of faith, hope, and charity. We'll break this down just for a minute. We talk about, uh, he talked about every soul that has conceived the word of God in the heart climbs the lofty summits of the virtues. That began for us at baptism. When we receive this word and when we have been open to this word throughout the entirety of our life. And God wants to continue speaking to us, will continue giving us his presence, giving us the word to encourage us in our life. When we receive this word and when we are open to it, when we have the opportunity to say, Lord, I don't know how this is going to take place. I don't know what exactly is going to happen or why you're choosing me for this or that. We are invited to still believe. We are invited to have faith, to trust in in the words that God has spoken, that he is so good, that he will guide us in our life. And um, most especially, believing in the facts that this life is not the end. Believing that our Lord has come to save us, to free us from sin, and to lead us to everlasting life. When we let these words sink into our hearts and and come to fruition, then we are able to straightaway climb the lofty summits of the virtues, choosing easily what is good, avoiding what is evil. And we do so by the stairs of love. Um, through charity in the midst of our hearts and in our life. Then we were able to enter, he Bede says, the city of Judah, uh, but for us we can understand this as our heavenly home. One day we can enter our heavenly home by the power and grace of God that has been given to us even now. Believing just like Mary that these words would be fulfilled, can, uh, believing that uh, they will be complete that they are true even though we may not fully understand or grasp their effects or their purpose or their, uh, their power in our life. And so as well, we, uh, we ask for God's grace through faith and hope and charity that one day we can be with him. Um, I think in a special way with all of our candles lit, it's a good reminder for us uh, that at times that uh, we, 
especially at night. We see and we feel how short the days are. We feel like that darkness, I, I, th- I feel that, at times that darkness can close in around us. That we may not always have that belief and trust in God and in the belief in the words that he has spoken to us. And yet we are invited today in a deeper way to trust in him, to encounter this word just as Elizabeth received Mary's greeting, to receive being then filled with the Holy Spirit, John the Baptist leaping in Elizabeth's womb because of the word that was spoken. Christ through Mary and uh, then to Elizabeth and then to John. We are invited today to, to be blessed, to believe what was spoken to us by the Lord, that it will be fulfilled one day. We are invited to not let that darkness close in around us, but this light of Christ is shining and is to be kept shining brightly in the midst of our life. To not be put under a basket, but on a stand or a Advent wreath for all to see. For all to see and for us to believe an invitation today for us to believe in these words that have been spoken to us, that they've been spoken by the Lord, and one day they will be fulfilled. And so let us uh, renew our commitment and ask for a renewal of faith, hope, and love today so that we can welcome the word of God, Jesus Christ himself again at Christmas.